Hey guys, what's up, man? Thank you for coming and joining me once again at the Theology Hive podcast. And today I want to talk about grace. What is grace? Um, let me tell you a little bit of what what happened uh, today. Uh, today is uh, Saturday, April 18th. And so... Uh, I know I mentioned that I've been struggling with uh, anxiety and depression for a while. And um, uh, yesterday, uh, I had a uh, a panic attack. And uh, and it, it was kind of out, out of nowhere. Uh, I was, you know, uh, a couple of friends of mine... They came and we worked out together, and you know we, you know we had, we had a pretty good workout, you know, and um, and then after all that, you know they left, and you know I, I was I was gonna get ready to jump in the shower, you know I just felt this like, uh, like emptiness, and I just I was just so. So so fearful that um, I me um, I wasn't going to uh, I wasn't going to to make it and well what I mean right so I mean like you know when I was a kid you know we we were taught or we heard a lot of preachings about you know heaven and hell and uh, you know, like everything you have to be perfect. Well, I mean, it seemed like that. It seemed like, you know, if you, if you mess up, you're going to hell. Like, 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 have you seen those memes, you know, um, or I like some comedy things. Uh, I think one of my wife's favorite, um, uh, films is, uh, Something with some girls, high school. Oh my gosh, with Lindsay Lohan. Oh my gosh, she's like in the tip of my tongue, but I can't figure it out. Uh, here, let's go on Google real quick. I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but I have such a bad memory. I have. Oh, Mean Girls. That's what it is, Mean Girls. And I think one of one of the um, scene was like, "Oh, you have sex, you're going to hell. You know, <laughs> you masturbate, you're going to go to hell. You know." And so I think that's kind of like the way that we were taught. You know that uh, everything was so like on a microscope. You know, everything that that you do, everything that um, that you did was going to be magnified by a thousand. And, and so that's always been on, on my, on my mind. You know, I, I've always felt like I, I've never been good enough. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not good enough to, you know, make it a heaven. But what does that mean? You know, I mean, what does that really mean? And so, you know, 
Um, yeah, yesterday was, you know, a very, very hard, you know, time. Uh, and, you know, I just want to take some time, you know, like, you know, to talk about mental healthness for a little bit. First of all, I'm not a doctor, okay? I'm not a doctor, but I have been dealing um, with anxiety and depression for the past eight, nine years. And it's been a heck of a journey. Um, right now, I think that I am in a much better place. But sometimes it feels like I'm just going backwards. And people that are going through mental health, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And I just want to let you guys know that, you know, you, you are not alone. You don't have to do this alone. And, you know, one thing that we've, I mean, me personally, I've really struggled with uh, is fear, you know, with, especially with my anxiety, you know, that, that fear of anxiousness, you know. And, and, I, and I'm not saying this to trigger you guys or anything like that. It's just, you know, that's that's what what's going on with me and that's what i struggle with and you know and i want you guys to know to know me you know in in my podcast journey and i hope that you guys um will know a little bit about me and 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 know who i am and and me just trying to be as transparent as i can with you guys because at the end of the day i want to help you guys get closer to God. I want to be able to encourage you to worship God, to seek God. Because there's a lot of people out there that we we're in um in a seeking mode. We're trying to seek something and and we're trying to figure out what the what that something is. And and it's God that we're missing. And, you know, me dealing with anxiety and depression, I mean, it's been really, really hard, especially, you know, uh, knowing who God is, knowing that God, in an instant, he can take this away from me. In an instant, he can be like, you know what? You're free from this. And I mean, yeah, sometimes I wish that he could do that, you know, and I, and I wish that he can just not let me suffer anymore. And, but just remember that if you guys need help, uh, um, obviously there's different types of helps that you can do, you know, for me, I mean, it took me a long time to actually hit, get some help. Um, there's, um, there's medicine that can help you. Uh, there's, you know, you can go to therapy and, and just seek God, you know, in, in the middle of, of all this, you know, let God guide you, let God, uh, lead you to where you need to be. And, you know, sometimes, um, even though, I mean, in the middle of your struggles, the middle of that storm that you're just, you know, on that boat and all you see is thunder rain you know uh, waves splashing and, and and 
huge waves. It's hard to see that guy's with you in that moment. And sometimes we can be angry at God at that moment. I know I have. I know I, I've been very angry with God. I know that I have um, yelled, I've screamed, I've cried, I've, you know, just been very vulnerable. And, um, yeah, man, don't give up, man. Don't give up. Um, you know, God loves us. God will, will, will protect us and he will not give us anything that we can't handle. And, and that's one of the things also that, you know, I've been dealing with, you know, well, how can, how can I deal with this? You know, if God tells me, if God says that he's not going to give me something that I can't handle, why does it seem like I can't handle it? Handle it? Why do I sometimes feel like I'm going crazy? Why is it that I have to, uh, like, struggle more? You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, yeah, mental health is, uh, it's real. Uh, and remember, guys, um, you know, a lot of mental, uh, mental illness people, struggle with you know suicide or or just just the fact that you know because they don't want to be suffering anymore and i totally understand that i totally understand you know when you're follow your when your body is feeling a certain way and you want to not feel like that i mean yeah the best option is just to like turn turn the switch off and it's hard to just live in, in in the in the storm, you know. And but I know God will will bring us out of that storm and and let us enjoy the sunshine afterwards. And because it, you know, from there's a beginning and an end of an of a storm. The storm just doesn't continue. It has to stop. So, so then going back to, you know, grace. And so I was feeling like I, 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 I wasn't going to make it. And I feel like I wasn't worthy. And, and, and I started searching. I was like, man, well, what is grace? What, what, what does grace mean? Um, and grace um, in the Greek is, is charis. Or char charis, uh, you know, grace and kindness. Um, it's a it's a noun. It's a feminine. And and the usage of it is is grace as a gift or blessing brought to man by Jesus Christ. Favor, gratitude, thanks, a favor, kindness. So. So knowing this, what 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 exactly is grace? What does grace teach us, or or, or how do we see grace? And grace is something that we get 
that we don't deserve. That's grace. Grace is is a gift from God that we don't deserve. But grace is a gift. God doesn't doesn't say, "Hey, well, here here's my gift. This is this is what you have to do after." No. He by grace we are saved. By his grace, his his love, his grace and his love, his grace and love is so abundantly. So it's so overwhelming. And you know, reading some of these, you know, me me, you know, doing some research and you know, me, you know, uh searching the scriptures. You know, we experience God's grace because God is gracious. In Exodus 34, 6, when God is showing himself to Moses, we read, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abundant in love and faithfulness. Gracious is used here as an, an adjective describing God. It is one of his attributes. So that's his that's who God is. He is a gracious God. He is a loving God. Grace is gracious, the Hebrew word chanun. Um is is an adjective. Definition gracious and and its verb form means to be considerate to show favor that God is gracious would mean that he is favorable inclined toward us that he wants to show favor to us to do what is best for us. God is gracious. Graciousness is not something that he puts on and takes off, depending on the situation. He's always gracious. He does not decide to show his grace. Rather, it is just who he is. Because he is gracious. He demonstrates grace in everything he does. Now, grace in the Hebrew word chanan, chanan, or the Greek word charis, meaning the state of kindness and favor towards someone, often with the focus on a benefit given to the to the object. Grace is what God does because he's gracious. Every action of God toward us involves his grace. His creation, his providence, his convictions of the sinner, his gift of salvation. His equipping of the saints and the future he has prepared for us. All of us is is due to God's grace. And I think right now, because of this whole COVID thing and people being, you know, um, you can't go outside, you know, you have to wear a mask, you have to, you know, do certain things. I feel 
you know, there's a lot of fear, especially right now. There's a there's a lot of fear because people don't know what's going to happen. And and so we're, we're living in a, like a fear state right now. But but what does that mean? Like what do we have to live in fear? We don't have to live in fear. God, as we said, and then we 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 were looking. God is a gracious God. God will always be with us, no matter what. You know, uh, in Second Timothy. One seven. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. So, us, as children of God, we shouldn't have fear, because God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. We can overpower the fear with, with power, love, and a sound mind. But what does that mean? It, that mean I, I feel that this scripture I for me, in my opinion, I can take it into, into like my mental health, right? Because I'm fearful, but I shouldn't be fearful because God is not giving me the spirit of fear. And a lot of people right now have the spirit of fear. Have the spirit of not knowing what's going to happen. Having the fear of, man, is God coming? Am I ready? You know, and I just feel like, I just feel overwhelmed because you know i'm i'm doing the po- uh, this podcast and i want to do it for the will of god i want to be able to reach people i want to be able to to encourage people i want to be able to lift people up yeah you know sometimes you know i might joke around on my on the podcast and and just be silly but at the end of the day my mission is to bring you closer to God. Or even figure out who God is. You know, me going to school, and there was a question that was brought up, and, and they said, how do you imagine your God right now? 
How does he look like? What is he doing? You know, some people said, well, you know, I see my God as like a loving God, like just want wants the best for me and just affectionate and loving. But when I thought about God, I thought about God with, you know, vengeance and crim- uh, um, anger and revenge. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have this same loving God in my mind. And I think that's what's wrong with teachings that it's a fear-mongering tactic. And I think there's better ways of doing things. Sharing the gospel in a loving, graceful way. Because at the end of the day, we're here to to grow the kingdom of God. You know, we need to be able to to teach him, teach um, the people the right way. You know, because there's a lot of churches that care more about the quantity of their church instead of the quality of their church. And that's where we need to really just stand back a little bit and see, hey, do our members know how to evangelize? Do our members know how to preach the gospel? Do they know how to answer certain questions when when asked? You know, for example, you know, and all these all these um, ones I'm going to mention. You know, we are going to talk about them uh, in future episodes or future you know podcasts. And one of them is you know, baptism. Should we get baptized? Do we need to get baptized? Do we need the gift of the Holy Spirit? How 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 can I get closer to God? You know, how do how do we how how do we explain the oneness of God? And what is hermeneutics? What is exegesis? What's Greek? What's Hebrew? You know, do we need to learn the Greek to to know what's going on on you know in, in the English Bible? Do we need to know the the Hebrew to to understand fully the the English Bible? Knowing the history of the church. Knowing and understanding that almost everybody in scripture that was chosen by God messed up. I mean, even if even if we would if we want to look um into Peter. Right? Peter Peter messed up so many times. 
He messed up so many times. What what did he do? If if we look what Peter did, right? So Jesus rebuked Peter more than any other disciple. Peter was was the only disciple who dared to rebuke Jesus. Peter confessed Jesus more boldly and accurately than any other disciple. Peter denied Jesus more forcefully and publicly than any other disciple. Jesus praised Peter more than any other disciple. Jesus addressed Peter as Satan alone among the disciples. And, you know, this person, this, this, this man, Peter, literally walked with God. Literally would walk around the streets with God. Would go to sleep with God. Would eat with God. And yet, after all this stuff that he did, I mean, he even cut, you know, that soldier's the soldier's ear when they were coming to uh, to get Jesus. So, if Peter can make it, if Peter can be saved. How much more us? You know, we're not perfect. And we can't live our lives thinking that we are perfect. But we can strive to be perfect with the grace of God. You know, reading um, First Peter... Let me let me get in on here real quick. First um, Peter one. I'll be reading the the NIV, the New International Version, um, starting in verse. Um, let's go with verse thirteen. And just to get a little history of what's going on. In First Peter one, um, uh, Peter he he was not merely an apostle, uh, but there is a sense in which he was the leader of the apostolic group. Peter was an important and influential man in the early church. Considering the author, the first Christian would receive this letter with a sense of importance. Um. So verse 13 says, Therefore, with, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy. 
So be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And I think, I think this scripture right here, I think, I think it really impacted my life. And maybe not the right way. Because again, the way that we were taught was like, oh, well, you have to be holy because God's holy, but you have to be holy. Because if you do, you're going, if you, because if you're not, you're going to hell. So, continue on in 17. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver, gold, that you were de- redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but he was revealed in these last days for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, Love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures Ever. And this is the word that was preached to you. So, yes, we have to strive with our minds to and, and be sober. It says, set your, your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Be obedient. Do not conform to the worldly desires. You know, there has to be a separation. There there has to be an identity struggle. There has to be a way for someone to identify you as a Christian And know that you're a Christian by the by being obedient to the word of God, by not doing the desires of the world, not doing the evil desires that the flesh wants to do. But there has to be a separation. For example, let's just take the military, for example. When someone's in the military, you can tell that they're from the military. 
You can tell them by their uniform. You can tell them by their haircuts. You can tell them by the way that they walk, by the way that they talk. Just like, you know, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, <laughs> you know who they are. You know who the Mormons are. They have an identity. So that's what we need to. Uh, that's what we need to have. We need to have an identity with God. Because we have been crucified. With Christ. Nevertheless I live not. So I don't live for me no more. I live for Christ. I live to, to enlarge his kingdom. You know, it says, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. Which means there has to be a switch from when you did not know God to now when you do know God. What's the difference? Can people know, can people tell that you've changed. Can they tell that. That you are from Christ. You know and I think. You know I've struggled with this. For a, for a long time because. You know. I, I thought it was something that you had to be. Holy at that moment. Forever, Like once you started today, you had to be holy for the rest of your days. But God knows that we're not perfect. That's what grace is. We can ask God to forgive us from our sins. Because he loves us. God's not going to leave us nor forsake us. We are his children. He, he wouldn't just leave us for no reason. We are the ones that turn our backs on him. We're the ones that fight. And it's just, you know, being perfect is such a, I don't know, for me, I feel like it's such a hard thing to, Think about or to actually achieve. But we can do it with God's help. We can do it with the help of God. We can do it by the grace of God. We can try to be perfect. You know, we can. I think when, you know, God comes into our lives, you know, we have the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit helps us and guides us in a, on a daily basis. Let's us know, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. There's like a little voice in your head. Hey, don't do that. I don't think that's good. Put back that piece of candy that you just supposedly forgot, but you're stealing. Like, come on. But I think it's a work in progress type of deal. We have to continue to Strive to be holy. To strive to 
to be like God. And I just want you guys to know that that you're not alone. That God loves you. That no matter what happens, God will be there. Jesus is a loving God. Jesus is a God that just, it's just un, uncomprehendable. He has thrown our sins to the deepest parts of the ocean and has loved us and has given us breath of air every single day of our lives. And, and he's just there waiting, knocking, knocking at the door of your heart. And he's saying, I miss you. I miss being around you. Let me show you my love. Let me, let me be with you. Let me comfort you. Let me feel that void that you that you that um, you're filling up with all this other junk. You don't need alcohol. You don't need drugs. God will fill you up. God will give you the desires of your heart. And I think, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that I was searching up, and I really, you know, felt. Um, to really share this was, you know, First um, Timothy uh, one verse uh, six through nine, and and this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuinely genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ whom having not seen you you love though no though now you do not see him Yet believing, you rejoicing with joy inex inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. 
you know, much more precious than gold that perishes. If gold is fit to be tested and purified by fire, then how much more our faith? Which is far more precious than gold? God has a great and important purpose in testing our faith. Faith is tested to show that it is sincere faith or true faith. Faith is tested to show the strength of our faith. And, and faith is tested to purify it. To burn away the dross from the gold. And this, I, I, I really like that one. The faith, your faith is tested to purify it. You know, our, our faith has to go through, through different parts of, of, of phases to get where it has to be. So you can believe in God. So you can fully believe that God is our Lord. To know that without God, we can't do anything. He is the one that gives us the strength. He is the one that gives us our daily bread. But sometimes our faith has to work so we can be challenged. So we can figure out where we're at. So we know, okay, am I, do I really have faith? Or I'm just playing, playing around. But faith is being tested to purify it. I, man, I, I just, I cannot get enough of that, uh, in that analogy. Our faith is being purified to burn away the dross from the gold. So maybe my faith is being purified you know, the fear has been taken out of that, that faith. The unworthiness part of it is, t is being taken out. Because all those things are not supposed to be there. The word of God says, as long as you have a seed of a mustard seed. Faith, sorry. As long as you have faith as a mustard seed. The size of a mustard seed. I don't know if you've ever seen a mustard seed, but they're really, really small. Um, really small. And God is not asking for much. You know, it's funny when I hear people say, oh, I have so much faith. He's like, man, can you let me borrow some of that? Because, man, if you have that much faith, like, bro, can, can, you, can you help me out? You know, can we can 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 we try to move those mountains? A mustard seed faith, and yes, it's going to be hard. You know, this is not going to be easy, and that's one of the you know that's a thing that I 
I started to to figure out, you know, and let me tell you this. So in the beginning of this year in January of of 2020 I decided not to take my my uh medication anymore. And it was a process you know and it was if if you know what I'm talking about, you know, if you're trying to get, you know, uh um go cold turkey Man, 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 you will feel some side effects. I remember one time when when I I just I just felt so tired of of being you know or or, or, or taking medication. I I was like, yeah, you know what? Nah, like because again, like that was another issue too. You know, I I felt like okay, well, I I can't trust God. If I'm taking medicine, if I'm taking the medication, I'm not trusting God. But no, I had to change my mindset. I had to change the way that I was thinking in and say, well, no, because God has put those people to make this medicine, to help certain people that that have and will be dealing with mental health. So for a couple of months, I, I, I wasn't taking it. And and again, yesterday was my first panic attack since like a year or so, or maybe more. And and it's funny because all of a sudden now, like now, and I started thinking and I started praying. I was like, God, like, what is it? What's really going on? And so I started, you know. Um, I gave my mom a phone call and, you know, I was just talking with her and, and she was like, well, you know, have you noticed that now that you're trying to do something for God, now that you're trying to reach people with your podcast, you're literally making war against the devil. And it, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, now all of a sudden, I mean, I, again, I know it's for me that this for me this is what I'm struggling with. I know I have mental health issues, and I know not everything is a, uh, a spiritual thing, and I understand that. You know, there's this there's this uh, joke that says. Uh, the devil was outside, out in the driveway, and he looked bummed out, you know. And so, the guy that was close, you know, uh, that was in front of his house, he got out, and he went towards the devil, and as and he and he said, uh, "Hey, devil, what's going on, man? Why are you down and out?" You seem like you're having a bad day. And his response was, he's like, I'm just here and I'm just tired. All these Christians blaming me for all their problems and I'm not even doing any. I'm not even, 
giving them any desires or anything. I'm, I'm not doing anything. So, so sometimes, you know, it's not just spiritual. You know, it's like, for example, like, let's say, you know, cancer. Oh, that's a bad spirit. We live in the world. So there's going to be things that affects us in the world. You know, and I'm pretty sure it's not as easy as just, oh, we just have... Uh, um, cancer all of a sudden It's like people that have cholesterol Or people that have high blood pressure Or people that have um, um, What's that um, uh, Diabetes You know so So now we're saying that every sugar For this one person Is a spiritual battle All these sugar Devils are just going after diabetes people. Like, come on. I mean, can you imagine that? Just like having these like little demons of Kit Kat and Snickers just going after people. I mean, how hilarious is that? That's hilarious. So, you know, it's it's our own desires, you know, like if we don't eat healthy, if we don't exercise, if we don't drink enough water if we don't um do the things that we need to to do for our bodies to to get strong and to build um great immune system then our immune system goes down and you know sometimes we, we don't take care of ourselves and we just eat 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 and people get diabetes oh so let's pray because that's a bad spirit well no you know i mean I'm just saying not everything can be or not everything is labeled. Uh, not everything that we struggle with is spiritual. You know, sometimes we have to better ourselves. You know, it's like people when, they, when they're tying their shoe, but they're so overweight that they're like, they get up and they're like breathing like they just ran a mile. <laughs> you, you know It's like A bad spirit didn't get you there You know Your own lifestyle got you there You know And we need to better ourselves We need to be More uh, aware of Of you know Of our surroundings And, and knowing who God is And knowing that um, um, That we need to get closer to God That we need to be more um we need to seek more more god than than ever especially right now with this whole you know covid and you know viruses and you know people not being able to go outside people not not able to work people not not being able to go and fellowship with you know their brothers and sisters you know i mean i i love when I would go to church, you know, I would love to go to church and and just worship and sing and just and just hear the preaching and and then afterward just just pray and 
and ask God to just bless us and to continue to be with us and to and to help us and to get us stronger to 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 get us to a point where God wants us to be. And it was easier because you have people there that love God that are in one mind and, and in one accord. We're there to worship God together. And I know I, I kind of bounced off, you know, to a, a lot of different topics. And, but I just hope, I just hope that, you know, if you're driving or if you're just listening, listening to this podcast just on, you know, your phone or, or whatever, like, don't forget to pray. Don't forget to ask God for forgiveness. Don't forget to ask God to to be able to know more about him. Don't be afraid of what people think or say. You know, everybody everybody cares so much about what other people think these days. They they those people are not going to help you or lead you to heaven. Only you having a relationship with God, that's what's going to lead you to heaven. And I think being with people that love God and people that that are there with the same mindset and the same you know mission, I mean... You could do so much more. So now, you know, now that we can't go to church, we have to find different ways to reach the people. We need to find different ways to grow the kingdom of God. So if I can just recap, God loves you. You don't have to do this alone. God is testing our faith. And never give up. Never give up. Sometimes we get attacked by unseen things. Because our, our fight is not with flesh and blood, but spiritual things. And I know I just said that, you know, not everything is a spiritual battle, which, again, I, I, still, I still do. Not everything is a spiritual battle. But when, it, but when it is a spiritual battle, that's, that's where the fight starts. That's where the struggle, the trial starts. And remembering that having grace is the best gift that God can give us. I mean, from many other gifts that God has given us, you know, you know, if we if we can really understand what grace is, we're gonna make it. 
We're going to make it. We're going to make it to heaven. In Jesus' name, we're going to make it to heaven. In Jesus' name, we'll see each other up in heaven. In Jesus' name, our names will be in the book of life. In Jesus' name, when we go up to the to, to heaven, to the gates, we'll be let in. By the grace of God. But just because we know that God has given us grace doesn't mean that, okay, well then let me just live my life the way that I want to. But we have to live our life holy because he is holy. We can't live with the same desires that we we had when we were ignorant. Our lives has to do a change. A 360. When they see you, they can be like, you know what, there, there's something different about you. What is it? You know, I have a friend of mine, and we were just talking, and he was telling me, you know, like, that um, her, her friend was telling her that, man, hey, you have something that, like, I want. And he and she continued to ask him, you know, if he was a Christian, if, if he believed in God and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And that's what she, and that's what she she wanted. She wanted to be taught by God. She wa- she wants to be. She wants to have a relationship with God. She wanted my friend to tell her about God. Because. She saw something in him that said, that she said, I'm missing something, but he has it. And I want it. And we have to be different. We cannot be conformed to this world. We cannot conform to this world at the end of the day when we die we don't take anything everything is left here but knowing that with grace all things are possible with grace God loves you with grace we, we're going to make it to heaven God will not leave us nor forsake us. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind. So, again, I thank you guys for joining me on the Theology Hive podcast. And again, we just thank you for joining us being here with us and we will see you again on the next one and if you guys want to follow me on instagram uh facebook twitter uh at the theology high podcast 
you guys are more welcome to. And I have also put my uh, Theology Hive podcast at gmail.com. If you guys have any comments, any questions, any prayer requests, uh, any feedback, you know, to make make this better, uh, you know, or or just any questions that you want me to talk about on the podcast and stuff like that. But I post a lot of things on my Instagram, and I hope that you guys can go in and check it out and and just just be with me in this journey. and And I hope that it could just be a, a you know a blessing to your life. And we'll have a lot more theological questions and theological conversations, and we'll talk about you know this whole COVID thing still, and uh, just give you guys encouragement. Try to go outside, guys. Try to get some sun. Um, in, in your body And don't forget your vitamins And minerals And all that good stuff And uh, And remember To be happy Be happy 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 Don't let the devil Take your joy away Don't let This world Lead you astray And um, And yeah Again Thank you so much uh, And Hit me up And thank you guys again And this was The Theology High Podcast